Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. Good morning. Good week we are on week 12 yay we made it through and we are talking about chapter 16 some cautions and conclusions and chapter 17 the summary Good morning. Mm. Good morning. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm just getting going. But I'm always in oh. such a good mood because things, oh, I have people to talk to first thing, and it's Monday. Puts me in a good mood to get on this call. <laughs> wow. It's just you and I. It's just us two chickens right now. Oh, hey, I've been thinking about you. 
others will be joining or uh... I, I don't know so I would say we're here we can just go ahead and do our thing and if they join they can hop in whenever so how's your week been gosh uh, you know the most exciting thing for me is um that I got to the gym a couple times this week. And uh, I had put a, done this new initiative with, well, you guys know I've been increasing search engine optimization on my website, which increased my sales. And, you know, you don't know what you don't know until you find mm-hmm. out. And then you have to tweak. So, <laughs> I've been, yeah, I mean, it's kept me really busy on my toes. And so I think I went like three weeks or almost a month without uh, going to the gym, which is really not good for for me. And uh, so I I went back to the gym. I went twice this week. And uh, I just feel better uh, physically that, you know, when I can kind of feel my muscles a little bit and. I sleep better. I deal with the cold better. Uh, I think it makes me more calm. Uh, just giving me, you know, and it's like one of those huge hurdles for me. So just mentally, I think it just makes me feel good about myself. So I'm very happy about that. Good. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like I'm uh, having success uh with my my project and um, increasing my online income, you know, and then I kind of feel like I've got to a point where I'm hopefully going to get back on track with the rest of my life. (laughs) (laughs) The other areas it had crowded out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think overall a good week. Good. Yeah, I've had, I've had, I've had, um, so here's what I'm going to say is my week was fine. I was struggling this week with my back, you know, in the summertime I'd hurt my back and I had kind of gotten it rehabbed pretty good. And then when I went home and moved and did all that stuff and came, 
and I weakened it. And then I came back here and I was carrying some stuff. We, the condo we're staying in is up a flight of stairs. And so just, it was just, just a series of all, uh, all things that wouldn't be good for me to do. And so uh, it was, you know, I take, it was, I can't really put it anywhere else. It was just me doing things that it would have been better had I not done from yeah. a physical standpoint. So, um, so this week I was just, it really, really suffering um, with my with my back, and um, so it was. You know, it just has disturbed everything. Not good sleep, and so just on on every on every front, it affects everything. When that happens, and I'm sure there was you know some psychological stuff that's been going on this week that I'm sure contributed to it as well. I don't think it was all physical. So it was a, it was a little concert of things with me, you know kind of losing touch with the truth regardless of appearances and so that's um that's my that's my journey right now is to to move back in that direction and so just have have had ebbs and flows the past few weeks with things and not not as centered as I normally would be so I'm gonna regroup and I have been getting chiropractic adjustments and finally on Friday, I got an adjustment Friday and finally it felt like I've gotten enough adjustments to get over the tipping point to start. So now it feels like it's healing again. So not, it's not perfect, but it's on the side, it's on the side of less pain as opposed to where it was before. So, cause it was, it was pretty intolerable last week. So, um, I mean, to the point that people were looking at me saying, what is wrong with you? You look bad. Like the pain was, showing up on my face. So, you know, I went from a cold to that. So it's just one of those things of trying to stay in the middle of gratitude with that stuff going on. And it was, uh, I didn't, I don't know that I was that graceful with it. By the end of the day, Friday, I just was like fit to be tied. And I just kind of had to walk away from everything. I, we, we left work and, you know, my, my, my father's back in town and, you know, he drove me straight to the chiropractor. So, because he could actually see a difference in, you know, me when I get adjusted, he can see that it helps to abate the pain. So I'm going to be real disciplined about going this week. I'll, I'm going to go probably four days this week um, uh-huh. and get, get adjustments. So, cause I, I feel like I got a foothold now. On yeah. getting getting in the right direction, and I don't want to lose the progress. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the greater scheme of things, I have everything to be grateful for, and nothing mm-hmm. to be not grateful for, and nothing to complain about. So I just um, am uh, holding space for getting right back in the flow of gratitude because that's I fumbled on that a little bit this week. So, um, which you know bound to happen so uh, I think physical I, pain is one of the one of the things that can be the most challenging in my opinion yeah and for me the back thing because I've had it on and off for quite a while now that is uh, that is a thing that I'm predis that's predisposed to knocking me off um, mm-hmm. so um, but I'm I'm getting back in the in the right direction, both physically and mentally, spiritually, all of it. So I'm getting myself reorganized. And
Well, good. Good. I'm sorry you had to go from a cold to that. Please leave, man. Did I lose you? I think maybe you muted or something. Where did my friend Cheryl go? Where did she go? Uh, Are you there? Sorry. Technology glitch, yeah. Oh, no, no worries. I was singing to you. Aww. (laughs) Thank you. Where did my friend Cheryl go? I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I am never this cheery in the morning, but when I wake up on Monday and I know I have this call, I'm like, oh, boy, it's so cool. I'm usually a big grump in the morning. <laughs> oh, I love mornings. You do? I, yeah, I actually, I didn't used to. I did not used to, but, yeah, I like mornings. and I really like early mornings when it's really quiet and the world isn't started yet. And, that's my favorite time of day. That's my favorite time of day to be by myself, actually. Uh-huh. So uh, it's one of the hardest times for me when I'm in a relationship um, because I just like to do my own thing in the morning and I don't like anybody else around and I don't. So for years, I've actually had my own like uh, stu- office, studio, whatever it is at home so I could get out of the bedroom and go have my own quiet time space without without anyone else in it. So Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. So Yep. That makes sense. Well, I got some good news from my accountant. So I talked to him on Saturday. It was just awesome. a weekend of work. Yeah, I, I I spent time talking to my accountant on Saturday and then I was here at the office yesterday so I kind of feel like my weekend was mostly business but um, because I this idea that this business idea that I have to do these programs where I incorporate this leadership philosophy with racing so I was talking to my accountant about you know my LLC and how to approach things and what I should be doing and how I should structure things and so um and so the events that I want to go to to use as marketing, um, he said, "Yeah, that stuff we can. That stuff this can all be dealt with as a business expense as long as you're legitimately doing business while you're there. Then we, you know we can. A lot of that stuff can get written off. And so even the repairs on my race car, a lot of the repairs on my race car for the times that I'm racing related to business purposes." If there's repairs that I have to do related to that or tires that I have to buy or whatever, not 100%, but a good portion of it I can use to offset things, So, which was great news because I was trying to figure out how I was going to work that and could I run all of it through just the one LLC, even though I'm going to have different brands going. And so he said, yeah, no problem. So I'll have to figure out how he wants to help me sort it out, but at least at the 30,000 foot level, there's some things that I wanted to be able to do that I 
didn't know if I was going to be able to do it under the umbrella of work or not. And he said, yeah, shouldn't, shouldn't be a problem. And cause I know we did it at our other company, but since it's, I'm just like an individually owned LLC, it's not a corporation. If the, you know, government would view it as different. And he said, nope, as long as it's legitimately for business purposes, it'll be treated the same way as you guys treated it there. So, um, and he told me how I can get things set up to make it easy, but keeping easy for myself for 2017. So, happy to hear about that. So, continuing to work on all my infrastructure things. Yay. You want to talk about the chapter? I've been talking to you. I was muted. Sorry. Oh. Um, <laughs> I I kept saying, "Oh, that's great. That is so good." And um, I made a couple other comments too. But <laughs> um, oh wait, uh, let me get it back. Oh, you said something about infrastructure. So, did you say you have yes. to work on a, infrastructure things too? Um, I am. Yeah, that's what I've been continuing to work on it. So most of my new website is done. Um, I have to write the content for it and get some photographs together for it. But the structure of it, the architecture of it, the online um, store where people can pay for things and all of that has all been, I, you know, I hired that guy to build it. And he's, he said he basically has it like it's 90% done. So it's just super exciting. And he was, he was really very um, reasonably priced, so I'm thrilled. And he's been really great to work with. And so, yeah, I just didn't want to find a local bookkeeper in Southern California. So that's the last piece of stuff that I need to get together because I have to be realistic about myself. And I, I'm never going to do that stuff. <laughs> just not. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I want to have it done, and it's just not my personality. So. Uh, and I know one of my kids is real detail-oriented, and she likes that stuff. So I might even see if she just wants to do the bookkeeping side of it for me because it's not – once it's set up, it's not too complicated. But somebody still has to do all that data entry. Mm. And I might be able to force myself to do it, but I create a spreadsheet, so it's already on a spreadsheet. So maybe that would be sufficient. I don't know. But that's not good infrastructure. That's just a workaround until I get something good. So. I feel like my what I got going on in my life right now is kind of like following along with the book, you know, concluding things. We're at the concluding chapters, and I feel like I'm trying to conclude some unfinished things. So it's, it's good. I can start 2017 on a different note. That's great. That's awesome. Did you you have any specific things from Chapter 16 that jumped out at you? Um, I did. Wait, give me one sec. I have to walk away from that book. I'm not going to tell you why because it's so disgusting. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. My cat decided it was a good time. One quick sec. 
Okay, all done. Um, let's see, let's see. There was one really, really good um, paragraph to me. Give no anxious thought to possible disasters, obstacles, panics, or unfavorable combinations of circumstances. It is time enough to meet such things when they present themselves before you in the immediate present, and you will find that every difficulty carries with it the wherewithal for its overcoming. Love that. I love Me that. too. I have that same one underlined. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, I, I think in the past I thought that was part of thinking ahead, but you know, one, one overall thing I'm really noticing since starting to study this book is, uh, and I don't mean this to sound like a negative, but just that there, there is a, like a, a finite amount of mental energy for each day. And I need to just always stay on guard about what I'm putting my thought energy into. And I just love this uh, paragraph because it's basically telling me that, well, how I interpret it is, you know, you're not doing yourself any favor by focusing on that right now. And I just, I do better. I have more energy, creative energy, thought energy. Um, and I, it, if I just focus on what I want to create. You know, what can I do uh-huh. now? What action can I take now? Instead of, um, and it works on two levels, uh, the one that I just mentioned, but also if I sit and uh, think about possible disasters, obstacles, unfavorable circumstances, it saps my energy. You know, it. I think it, it, um, it like sucks up some of my energy. You know, because I get into fear mode and then I'm not in a creative mindset. So I, I, think, it, I think it makes me tired. To, uh, and I used to think that I had to think about possible things that could happen. I, I kind of thought it was my duty. Mm. You know, and um, mm-hmm. I mean, you can kind of give it a passing thought, I think, but, you know, I don't have to sit here and 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 obsess over, well, what am I going to do if X, Y, and Z happens? I can acknowledge, well, those things are, are, you know, remote possibilities, but right now, what positive action can I take? Yeah, that's a really good point. That is such a good point, especially about that it saps our energy. I think you are really on to something with that. that whole, you know, train of difference between kind of planning a little bit and, you know, because I know for me some of it is just future tripping that isn't isn't a plan. It's worry. Some of it's a plan, but some of it's worry. So, And I hadn't really thought of it in terms of it sapping our energy in that way, but I think you're 100% right. Well, I think the negative uh, thoughts, they take up the normal amount of energy that any thought would take up. But then I mm-hmm. think it, it shifts the energy in my body and my, everything. And mm-hmm. it, 
yeah, it's just, it's really. It's a heavy, it, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, if I think positive, creative, um, expansive ideas, like what do I really, you know, what's my dream and what do I want to create? Those kind of thoughts take up the normal amount of energy, but they also add to my energy because they, you know, they lift me up and they excite me. Yeah, with frequency, right? That's yes. what you're hearing. That's how I'm. That's how my brain is interpreting it. Is the frequency? Both of them take up the same amount of energy. One vibrates at a at a. I'm going to call it a lighter frequency, and one vibrates at a heavier frequency. I think that's one of the other parts of here that I had outlined was um, train yourself to think of, and it goes right with what you're talking about. Train yourself to think of and to look upon the world as something as a something which is becoming, which is growing, and to regard seeming evil as only as being only that which is undeveloped. Always speak in terms of advancement. To do otherwise is to deny your faith, and to deny your faith is to lose it. Mm-hmm. And it's the undeveloped thing. When I'm in that lower frequency, I'm in the, I'm in the undeveloped frequency, which I think is heavier. I think mm-hmm. that's a, you know, that's a heavier frequency or it's, you know, it's just, it's not as light. Maybe it's darker. I don't know, whatever it is, but mm-hmm. it's not, it's, it's, it's the, the creative frequency is just different. So I think you're really onto something there. And yeah, that part of, you know, cause that's what I feel like. I, I feel like this past week I was in a bit more of my undeveloped self and I'm going to love myself right there. Good. It just was was what it was. Good. Yeah. And then I also have this part about um, when you make a failure, it is because you have not asked for enough. Keep on, and a larger thing than you are seeking will certainly come to you. Remember this. And that is the case. That's been the case for me. This this past six months has been, you know, evidence of that because the thing that I was working on in California would have been a lot different than the project that I'm working on here. And mm. This one has been this one has been so much more expansive, in so many ways. I mean, just you know, getting to develop some friendships with some people here and. Um, you know, just feeling like there's a contribution that I can make here that is maybe different than what I would have been able to make at the place in California. I would have wanted to make a greater contribution there, but I don't think the situation would have been set up in such a way that it would have lent itself to it the way this has. So, you know, I'm, I'm I'm really grateful to have been able to come up here and do what we're doing up here. So, and... You know, just it's sweet. I've developed some, you know, one really good friend here in particular, and I'm so grateful for her. She's such a sweet lady, and, you know, we get to work together every day, which is awesome. So I'm really grateful for that. And, you know. That's so, great. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when the, you know, when the thing in California that I was working on kind of, and I'm not going to say it didn't work. It just 
it just, it, that hasn't come to pass yet, but there's some other things that are popping in California that are kind of interesting. So it'll be fun to see how all that stuff unfolds. And I don't really know what God has in store, but all I know is I just see there's a bunch of bits and pieces of things kind of in a bunch of different directions rising. So I'm just going to wait and see how they, how, how God weaves it all together. I have no idea how that's going to happen, but it's exciting. So I'm watching. I'm on the lookout. Ooh. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. I like the part in here where it talks about talent too. What it is not within the scope of this book to deal with the science of cultivating talent, but it is as certain and simple as the process of getting rich. However, do not hesitate or waver for fear that when you come to a certain place, you will fail for lack of ability. Keep right on, and when you come to that place, the ability will be furnished to you. The same source of ability which enabled the untaught Lincoln to do the greatest work in government ever accomplished by a single man is open to you. You may draw upon all the mind there is for wisdom to use in meeting the responsibilities which are laid upon you. Go on in full faith. I mean, holy cow. So it says it right there. We don't have to waver for fear. We won't know how to do it. Well, and then chapter 17 is just a summary of all the stuff we've been talking about. And I basically have the entire chapter highlighted. <laughs> the whole thing. Uh-oh. Sorry. Gosh, I don't, my, what, what were you yeah. saying? I, I, uh, my phone keeps going on mute. Are, are you there? I am, yeah. I can hear you. Oh, I, I really apologize. No problem. Um, it's my phone is kind of on the fritz. It, it it was just sitting here on speaker next to me, and uh, it's going a little crazy. If it hangs up on you, that's why. I, I haven't had it do that, but uh, but it hasn't been charging properly. So I, I apologize for interrupting you. No, no problem. No, well, I was just saying I basically highlighted the entire chapter seventeen. So we could talk about 80 parts of that chapter. I have the one part that I do have underlined is too much stress cannot be laid on the importance of frequent contemplation of the mental image of the vision we have coupled with unwavering faith and devout gratitude. This is the process by which the impression is given to the formless and the creative force to set in motion. And this is something that I'm... I'm going to work to increase my development around. I, I, I think there's room for improvement in my development on this particular topic of the contemplation. I'm having a hard time. 
finding that place. Um, so it is, it's in, um, in my book, it's like basically the, in the middle of the, like fourth chapter, uh, I mean, it's the fourth, fourth to the last chapter of the book. Mm-hmm. The beginning of the, the beginning of the chapter starts, man must form a clear and definite mental image. So it's like basically the last page of the book. Oh, I see it. And then about halfway down, it says too much stress cannot be laid. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's harder than than you'd think. It really is, isn't it? (laughs) I yeah but i am I'm, I'm working on that too, and it gets better as the more I practice just like anything the more I practice it it you know it gets more e- it gets easier, but it is it's a little it's like okay now, what was that vision I had and and then I have to deal with some fear thoughts and you know. The voices say, mm-hmm. well, you can't do that. <laughs> you know? Are you sure you want that? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, my, my version of that, I call it the, hey, who do you think you are, choir? Oh, uh, thank you. Uh, who do you think you are to do that? Who do you think uh, you are that you can accomplish that? Yeah. So that's... Mm-hmm have one of those it sings in there so I just I just let it do its thing over where it does it and continue to take a step forward and a step forward and a step forward so, trying to create distance creating a bigger gap between it and me action is the only thing that I know of that works yeah. Um, just to back up for a quick second, when I had the, yeah. the phone when I had the phone glitch a minute ago, I was actually um, interjecting a story, and uh, it what I said was it uh, it reminded me of the movie The Secret, which I hadn't thought of in a long time. There's a part where Jack Canfield talks about driving across country at night in the dark and that you can make it all the way across country in the dark with your headlights only illuminating 100 feet in front of you. Mm-hmm. And that's such a helpful concept to me to keep me out of fear. It's kind of in line with the the one day at a time idea, you know. Just just this, I only have to deal with this one little bit, and then, you know, tomorrow's bit will be revealed. Mm-hmm. I don't have to have the whole course plotted out. And even if I did, um, it probably wouldn't turn out that way anyway. So it's okay to just focus on what's right in front of me. Mhm. Yeah. 
for sure. Let's uh, go into the edge of the light I can see. Let's, I heard somebody say that years ago, and I thought it was just pretty profound. It's that exact same thing Canfield talked about. It's, you know, the woman was saying, just go to the edge of the light you can see. And then when you get there, go to the edge of the light you can see. I thought, mm-hmm, that's, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. I actually thought that would be a fun thing to do as a part of the workshops that I do is to have a night driving component. Oh. I thought that would be a fun thing. I have a I have a, a friend that I just talked to this last week who's looking at potentially buying a, a racing school in California. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, just nor- north of L.A., and so he and I were talking about that, and so I told him, let me know how it goes. And so, because um, he said, you know, if he gets it at the very least, I I would have a I would have a easy place that I could cooperate with to be able to do my programs because he he has would have rights to the certain things at the racetrack up there. So I would have a partner company that I could cooperate with and we could work together to do some things, which would be great fun. And he would make a great instructor. So he's actually a stunt driver. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. So he's done a bunch of stunt driving, like for Fast and Furious and stuff like that. So, But he also does stunt driving of big 18-wheeler trucks. So. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah, he just, he just sent me some video this morning of him doing uh, – some stunt driving in a school bus. Oh my God! Oh. Mhm. Mhm. And he's de- he he thinks that he'll be able to actually take that experience and put it into something where he can teach safety, uh, defensive driving, and safe safety, uh, safe driving tactics to bus drivers. So, oh, which good. you know, with considering what's been happening out in the world. Right. Buses the past couple of weeks, and I think yeah. uh, be a good thing. So, yeah. So there's little things popping here and there. That's great. Let's see. We talked about that. Frequent contemplation of the mental image. Mm-hmm. Coupled with unwavering faith and devout gratitude. I think we covered all the things I had underlined. Yeah, me too. Me too. I think we finished up, girl. I think so too. 
With the good. Yeah, yeah. So I am thinking about um, the wanting, me personally, like I'd like to keep some momentum going through the end of the year with this before uh, something new, you know, I'm, I want to start a new one in early 2017, but I'd like to keep the momentum going. Uh-huh. Um, it seems like Monday mornings are proving to be not a great time for most people. And frankly, it's hard for me to, it's hard for me to get a quiet place to do it uh-huh. um, on, on Monday morning. So <clears throat> I was thinking about switching to an evening. That okay. was for the next few, couple weeks, next few weeks. Um, and I think through the end of the year, this year, Mon- just switching from Monday morning to Monday evening is what I was going to propose. Uh, so either Monday evening or Wednesday evening. Uh, is that something you want to do? Do you want to keep going through the end of the year? Uh, yeah, it would have to be Monday evening for me. I have a, a commitment at a meeting on Wednesday evening. Okay. Monday was kind of my preference anyways. So. Oh, good. Um, and I'm just thinking about the people that are there that have a regular convention, like eight to five kind of job. And so I was thinking about doing it at like 5.15 y'all's time, which would yeah. be 7.15 my time on Mondays. And I'll for sure be able to be home from work, you know, home and settled and in a quiet place. And then I, it, it just will be easier for me and I'll be able to be more kind of relaxed and at ease with doing it. And if that works, then I may switch next year's call to an evening. It likely won't be Monday because I, I can see how some of the things that I'm planning to do, Monday will end up being a travel day for me. And so mm-hmm. <clears throat> it will be hard to be consistent to a Monday night call for me. So next year, I'm thinking Tuesday evening, a Tuesday evening call, either a Tuesday or a Thursday evening call. So, oh, good. Yeah, Tuesday is Tuesday sounds great to me. Okay, so then I'll I'll put it out to folks that, um, I mean, either that or we could start Tuesdays now, and just get the get the momentum going and familiarity with it being a Tuesday evening. So what does your Tuesday look like through the end of this year? I think it's, I think it's, and that's, I think that's a good idea. And yeah, my Tuesday is open Tuesday evening. Okay. All right. So I'll send an email out to everybody and uh, unless Unless Tuesday seems particularly complicated, I don't even know who wants to continue doing it. So, um, but I'm just trying to pick a time that I know will be easier, and I'll have more of an ability to be able to have quiet and have it be more relaxed, and not have a bunch of things swirling around me, and trying to get my technology to cooperate and all that. So. I would like to be able to be more focused. And if I do it in the evening, that's going to make, because I'm trying to span different time zones. So that's the the thing. Because I I could do early morning here. It's just I'd need to be doing it at like 5 o'clock my time. 
which is, you know, 3 a.m. for you guys. So half, half the year it's a two-hour time difference between here and, like, the West Coast, and half the year it's an hour difference. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just going to set it so that we can, you know, so I can, no matter what time of year it is and what day of week, I can have it be consistent. So, all right. Well, I'll send out an email with the uh, requesting information from people, but let's just tentatively say next Tuesday evening and I'll send out a talk show uh, call-in for it. Uh, did you mention a time Tuesday evening? Um, 5.15 Pacific time. Okay. I'm going to put it on my calendar and I'll just look for your email. See if anything yeah, that way it's, yeah, that way it's after people's normal work hours. So. Um, gives people a chance to get out of the office. And even if, you know, at the beginning they need to, you know, they're in their car or whatever. But if I do it much later than that, it's just going to be later here. And then it's going to be, that'll be problematic for me to try and be able to be on the call and have any mojo left. So it'll be getting close to my bedtime by the time we finish. If we start at 5.15, that's, 7.15 7.15 here, so it'll be 8.30 by the time we're done. And past 8.30, I'm pretty much downshifted. So. Yeah, me too. Good. Mm-hmm. So it looks like somebody's on the call with us. Hello? Whoever isn't Cheryl or, Cheryl or Ellen, do you want to say hi? It just says guest for. So I'm not sure who that is. Maybe it's somebody who can't. They're on 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 the computer, so maybe they can't speak. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Well, if you can instant message at the bottom of the box if you're online and just let us know who it is, we'll say hi to you. We'll see if they can type something in the in the box. I don't know. Well, whoever you are that's calling in, hi. We're just wrapping up for the day. Whoever it is, good morning. We're just wrapping up for the day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just waiting to see if they could say or type something, you know, because there's an instant message box at the bottom of the computer screen. So, Well, I'll send out the email with the information about switching to uh, Tuesday evening, and we'll see who all is available to participate with us. Perfect. Sounds good. Western Washington is dialing into the call, too. So I'm going to guess that's Jasmine. Maybe we'll give it a second so she can say hi. Hello, Jasmine. Hi. Can you hear me? We can, yeah, we can now. Were you just trying to tap in online? Yeah, I um, I tried to get on a different way than before. I don't know how that happened, but um, it was like a yeah, web I'm gonna have, browser. Yeah, yeah, I, I, and for some reason, I don't know how to get it to work properly so that we could talk through the. Uh, web-based instead of on the phone. But anyways, we were just wrapping up, but we thought we'd stay on so we could say hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello. Would you, are you at work? No, I'm, I'm at my new place, 
but I'm living in West Seattle. All right. Well, do you want to do a quick check-in before we ring off? Yeah, I'd love to. Um, it was this weekend. I moved. Um, and last night I got the last of my stuff out of the old place and here to the new place. And I'd say, you know, I'm already like 80% unpacked, which is the fastest I've ever unpacked ever. Um, And I'm pretty sure that's because um, I have been really diligently letting go of all the the items I don't need anymore. And so at this point, the things that I own are the things that I love, and that's it. And I don't have a bunch of extra stuff. Um, so it's it's been a lot faster of a process than packing. Um, yesterday I was really overwhelmed with just all of it, the moving and the job search and all the things. Um, and I just started to pray, and I was like, Power, I need help. I just can't anymore. This is so hard. I'm so tired. I need help. Um, and when I showed up at the the old house to get my stuff, um, there were a few few items left, and they were all nicely piled together outside. And um. You know, the furniture was easier to lift than I thought it would be. It was like this one table I put in my car. And uh, then I went to my gathering of like-minded humans that I go to every Sunday. And afterwards, I was going to go back to the house and clean, um, which is the piece I've been avoiding. It's not that there's a huge mess. It's just like, it's just the last thing to do. Um, and I got a text from the landlord, and she said, hey, so you want to pitch in 20 bucks? Like, that's probably half an hour of work for a professional house cleaning person, and I'm going to be getting hiring someone anyways to do some other cleaning. You just want to pitch in. I was like, oh, my goodness, that's wonderful. That's I hadn't even thought of that. I was like, oh, that's great. So uh, HP was like, I was going to give you some help. Because <laughs> I asked for it. It was great. So, yeah, so now I'm at the new place. Got my little my little rock lamp set up, and my desk is all set up with all the spiritual stuff that I like to have in my desk. And, um, you know, it's been... A good process unloading all the things. Um, I'm just seeing again how ungrounding it can be to um, to keep moving. But the thing is, this time it's been been a faster settling in, and I'm grateful for that. Um, so, anyways, I am. Gonna keep plugging away at the job thing. I think I'm gonna contact the temp agencies. There's two that I'm signed up with right now. I'm gonna get a hold of them today and just 
we express interest in having a new placement immediately after this current one ends. Um, I also have a friend who um, heard me talking about job things and was like, hey, do you want to do this job? So I'm going to at least follow up on that and learn more about it. Um, the fact-finding mission. Because um, I'm learning to, to say, tell me more instead of no. <laughs> uh, and that's in part because of this group. So I'm grateful for that. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's more things to say, but that's what I can remember for now. Oh, six minute share. Well, good. Sounds like you're making progress. Oh, yeah. Good yeah. a lot. <laughs> sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. <laughs> oh, I like that. Oh. Uh-huh. Sometimes the simplest sayings are so helpful. Man, I'll tell you what, I am so glad it says that in that special book because I say that to myself all the time. You know what? This is a sometimes slowly and it's okay. The sometimes slowly is okay because we also get to have the sometimes quickly and sometimes we think it's slowly and it's actually happening at lightning speed. We just can't see it because we're the one in the middle of it. Yeah. So, uh, so. I would say that's the case many times. Yeah. So, well, my little brain feels so much better than it did an hour ago. Yay, little brain. <laughs> before you got on, before you got on, Jasmine Ellen and I were talking about how there's. Um, it's almost like when I'm when I'm thinking creative, inspired thoughts. It takes up a certain, you know, it takes energy. And when I'm when I'm thinking uncreative, uninspired thoughts, it also takes energy. Mm. But think yeah. but thinking the uncreative and Ellen was saying thinking the uncreative, uninspired thoughts um, seems to even though it takes it just takes you know it takes whatever energy it takes, but there's an element about it that kind of saps the energy too. That Ooh, creative, yeah. yeah. That creative, inspired energy doesn't seem to sap in the same way. It seems to expand as opposed to contract. So, I just she, love was pre- she was preaching this morning, man. Preaching it, <laughs> I love it. She was. I was. I closed my eyes and I just closing my eyes and taking it in when she was saying it. It's important. Is it just the three of us this morning? Mm-hmm. As far as I could tell, yeah. Yep. Um, I just remembered a, another thing that I wanted to tell you all. I remember, mm-hmm. I think I told you, Mom, but I don't remember. Um, but I have been inspired by this class to do my own uh, mm-hmm. mastermind group on my spiritual practices because they're a bit eclectic. Um, and there's a lot of people in my area that want to kind of flush out their own theology, but they don't have the structure or the wherewithal to figure it out on their own. Um, 
or the energy or whatever it is. Um, so there's a there's a need for um, for some examination around that stuff, and um, and I have the training to pull that off. Um, so I was listening to this book this month. I was like, oh, my gosh, I want to journal about all this stuff. I want to write about it and talk about it to people. And I was like, oh, that's that's called class. <laughs> that's, that's called, you know, having a, a group or a class. Um, and, you know, because I've been in this group, I've realized that it's possible to do something like that. And it doesn't have to cost a bunch of money. Um, so I have this this Facebook group that I've been putting together for maybe two months, um, just of people in the the greater Seattle area who have similar spiritual practices. And I, you know, the other day, um, like 10 different people got added to it from this other, um, like, Seattle Queer Exchange Facebook group. And there's just all these people in there like wanting the structure. And I was like, Oh, I should just do that thing with that book that I want to do and offer it up to these folks. So, so we're going to have a mastermind group on Monday nights, um, on that book. And we're going to talk about what's it. What's the name of that book? Um, it's called living Wicca. Uh-huh. It's, it is by Scott Cunningham, who is the guy who basically took solitary practice, solitary pagan practice, and wrote it all down, which before him, it hadn't really been written down and published widespread. Um, so it took all the the secretness of paganness and made it more accessible to people so they could do it on their own because not everyone can get to a coven or whatever. Um, so I... I am like, wow, I would like to use that book. And so his first book um, that I already also read, I think it's like The Complete Guide to Wicca or something. It's a big a big thing, and it's a very basic text. But the second one is a lot more complex, and it talks about the sabbats and the esbats and all the different stuff, and it, it gives you all these questions to reflect like, hey, what does Yule look like for you? Or or how do you cast a circle and all of these pieces? And I'm like, oh, I love this. Like, because I think about that stuff and I come up with a bunch of different answers every single time I celebrate or observe a ritual. But, you know, I had an opportunity to essentially apprentice uh, mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. Um, for a good year and a half, two years. Like I lived, I lived with a, with a priestess and, learned firsthand and not a lot of people get that opportunity um so i was like oh like i can provide a class where we all figure out our own answers to those questions and they might not be the same answers um but we can figure them out and talk about it with each other um and since we're all geologically in the same or similar place we could have a few in-person practicas like we can get together and just practice circle casting for a couple hours some saturday um and for those that are living farther away, like if someone decides to join class from, I don't know, Oregon or something, they can do it on their own or they can organize their own little thing with a few friends. So um, 
Yeah, and the, the the last piece that's really cool is to me is my goal. I have a couple goals. One goal is for me to write my own book of shadows, which is fancy talk for a spiritual journal that explains theology and like ritual practices so that I have my own thing that's written out. So I'm like, oh, what's your tradition? Well, there it is. I wrote it all down. And then the second piece, and I've been really clear with everyone about this from the beginning, is all of the content that I generate, the questions for each week and the the guided reading, whatever stuff, um, I'm wanting to use in the future for um, my own class that will probably be video recorded. Um, and I can I can use this person that I'm already working with to do my DJ workshop. I have the video workshop and it's all going to be online. Um, you know, we can do the same thing for the witchy thing. We actually, I remember now we talked about it like a year ago. It was like, well, what else do you want to do? And I was like, well, I've got this whole pagan seminary thing idea. Um, so, and we'll see if it's that or something better. But, um, yeah, so I already have the, the method to to um, get that digital and online and be, be selling that content as an option for people that want a more guided way to get through that stuff. Um, and so I'm taking this, Scott Cunningham's work, and I'm updating the um, the method to a more modern thing because his book was published in the 80s or 90s, um, and you know now we have computers and we can stream videos and all that stuff. And so to take that book and to cut it up into um, you know biteable chunks that someone can do on their commute to work, like you know listen and type it on their phone or whatever, um, just makes just makes it accessible in a way that hasn't been done before that I've seen. Um, so I'm so excited. What a cool idea that this was, is, was, is. And it's because of this group. I'm like, oh, we could just use TalkShoe and, like, we can have phone calls. It's so great. I'm so thrilled. <laughs> it's a blast. And TalkShoe so is free. You don't even have yeah. to pay a fee for it. Mm-hmm. No, and that that idea came directly out of being in this group and seeing that it's possible. And that's not something I, you know, that's an, it's not, it's, I don't feel like that's a, I don't know that I would have come up with each a class before hmm. in this, being in this group. I, I wouldn't have seen how it was possible and it wouldn't have occurred to me. I don't think. Um, you, so you wouldn't have realized it was so easy. Yeah. I'm so grateful that this uh, has existed and been an option because it's taught me a lot, not only in my own personal life about um, how to be manifesting and to being open to the universe to let formless substance become what I need it to be, Um, but it's also, I mean, it's given me these really cool um, options for creating more passive income in the future, which is great. I want to have all the passive income, just a bunch of it. Let's just get a bunch of passive income. That sounds like a good plan. <laughs> so, anyway. And my new house is better than my old house. Instead of living in an unfinished basement, I'm like 
in a house house now, and I have a room that's nice and painted yellow. And, um, you know, I share a kitchen, and so instead of cooking with a with a magnetized induction cooktop thing, I actually get to use a stove with fire and, like, you know, an oven. And there's a beautiful view from the kitchen of all of Seattle. And the, there's so much art in this house because the person I'm living with has a really strong aesthetic. And she is also a reclaiming witch, just like me. I'm living with someone who has the same spiritual background as me since, for the first time since grad school. And I just had this moment where I was realizing, like, what a relief that is. You know, not that my last living situation was bad spiritually. Like, they were totally fine with me doing ritual downstairs and what have you. But to be able to share perspective and spiritual practice with um, a roommate is really cool. Like we've we've already meditated together twice, only ten minutes. Um, just because I was like, oh, I haven't done my meditation yet today. She's like, cool. So I join you. I haven't done mine either. So I was like, yeah. Um, so and there's a ten year old dog that lives here, and he's super sweet. His name's Sunshine. And there's an eight year old boy that lives here half time, and he's also very very kind and um, really respectful. Having just lived with him six-year-old that has a lot of behavioral issues. I'm like, oh, this kid is easy, whatever. I mean, yeah, they, he's a kid. He has tantrums just like any kid, but, like, it's not the same degree as, you know, the last place. So, And I have a sauna. What? Whoa. <laughs> There's a sauna at my new house. What is this life? I'm so excited. <laughs> um and if a kitty's happy, she can get in and out. There's a dog door upstairs, and eventually she'll figure out how to use it so she can come and go as she pleases. And, um, yeah, it's a it's a really good space to live in. Um, it's, it's just, like, gooey and good. I can already feel it. It's just so yummy. Hey, sorry to interrupt, but um, i got to hop off here. Okay? Bye. Thanks, Alan. We'll talk to you later. Okay, you guys have a great day. Bye. Thanks, you too. Bye. Yeah, I got to go soon too. I got to scoot on to work, but I'm just so grateful. Good. Yeah. Glad things are coming together. Me too. All right, well, we're going to, this group, this was the last week for this group, so we're going to switch to Tuesday evenings moving forward. So for the next few weeks, it's going to just be flex weeks where we're just, anybody can show up to the uh, group with a section from any chapter. So we're not going to specify specific chapters. Each person can just show up with something out of the book that they want to talk about that for that meeting. And then we'll just talk about whatever the topics are that people bring. And then starting in 2017, we'll... We're going to roll out another group, but it is going to be an evening, Tuesday evenings in 2017. So, I like that. Yep, so I'll let you know that, and I'll send an email that explains it all. Great. you know what time yet? Pardon? you know what time, West Coast time yet? It's going to be? 5.15. Great. 5.15 Pacific time, so that'll give people a chance to get out the door or work and 
the very least get in their car or whatever. So Yeah. It's what, eight fifteen East Canada time? Well, it'll be it's eight fifteen East Coast time and then it's seven fifteen where I am. Okay. That'll be seven fifteen where I am for part of the year. For half of the year it's two hours between Regina and California and for the other half of the year it's an hour. So right now we're at the two hour difference. So that's good. All right. Okay. All right, well I'll send you an email. Thank you. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Have a good day. Bye. Thanks. Bye.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.